Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mike. And this is episode 98. We are in a different studio today. We've moved the studio to the shop, and it's a makeshift studio. Yeah, there's a carpeted table in here. It works. It's carpeted, though. Yeah, but it gets the job done. I mean, who carpets the table? Come on. Somebody did. Well, clearly they did, and now I have to lean on it. I don't know why you're upset about it. Mike's just looking for things to bitch about tonight. I sure am. We're going to name the episode that. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ian couldn't make it tonight. Um, he is at home unpacking or doing something. Nonetheless, couldn't make it. And hopefully we'll see him maybe next week. Hope so. Hopefully. I miss him already. Right. Me too. It's different without him. It's it different not being in the studio. Yeah, it is Strange. weird being in this huge, dirty polishing room versus a nice... Why are you going to call my room dirty? I mean, it's not really that Dick. dirty. Actually, if I'm being honest, this room is not very dirty. <laughs> not yet. I'm trying to keep it clean. I need to sleep, but other than that... Eh, it's, it's not bad. I mean, my arm, how, how's the back of my arms look? Uh, you're gray. Okay. Oh, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. This, I knew this carpeted table was a bad idea. <laughs> it holds uh, everything. So we have a makeshift studio set up here uh, where we are trying to get this episode out i already spilled beer on the recorder so we got that going for us it's that carpeted table i'll tell you what it was Sorry, the carpeted okay. table. <laughs> <laughs> that's what caused it yeah got a couple things that happened this week um i worked on loki and uh, got mike his studs back to him which he, i didn't do anything with yeah because what am i gonna do right i don't know put him put back, in, back the in the hub and then you, look at it you can't because i have the tool <laughs> and i didn't bring it to you either it's oh wonderful this is just change. this is uh, turning out to be wonderful. Steven. Maybe if Thank I could, if if I drive by your house sometime this week, maybe I'll drop it off. If you drive by my house, yeah. <laughs> not just the everyday commute when you drive by it twice or anything, right? Yeah. Okay. If I think about it, if you, think I'll try to remember. It. Great. I think I drove by like five times today. Oh my god. So, uh, yeah. So we are going to be talking about some of that stuff. Uh, we were going to be talking about finals, but point uh, one finals. But apparently that will have to wait until next week. We do not have the provisions to have a guest on on the current setup so we can't call anybody and be like yo how was it so we're at a little bit of a disadvantage this week but we're gonna make it work it's a little makeshift but you know it'll happen it's a little little it's got it's there's a wheel holding everything up yeah there's a a not even polished wheel i didn't grab the polished one i didn't scratch it well yeah i mean i can understand not wanting to shove a bunch of metal apparatuses into the face yeah of a polished wheel that would be blasphemy Yes, blasphemy. But, but instead, <laughs> we have this unpolished PYO, which I am enjoying looking at. I mean, I it's do nice, love the PYO. Yeah. The PYO is a beautiful wheel. It would be nice if it was recessed down into the table. Wouldn't it? I've got a couple spares. We could cut the back half off and just sink it down into the table. Just PYOs for everything. Oh. Anything you can... Your hose reel should be a PYO. <laughs> Bring the steering wheel, your truck should be a PYO. For, for as cheap as you can buy them. Right. Because you can pick them up for 100 bucks a set. And then just polish it and just use it for everything. Everything. Just literally everything. I kind of want a PYO Toilet steering wheel lid. now. I said it out loud and I was like, wait, how would that? I don't even know how that would work. You just grab it and steer your truck with it, I guess. It's 16 inches. How like, big is a normal it? steering wheel? 15. So it's perfect, you're saying? Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Weld a hub into that? Yeah. Weld a, weld a hub into that? Weld a steering wheel hub you, into that? Do you machine the outside of the, the lip and everything off of it and just use the face and then put a ring on the outside of the face? No, you just straight grab, grab the lip or the oh, wheel. Oh, you just grab the just lip? Just grab the lip. That sounds dangerous. That's fine. Do you leave the valve stem? Of course. It's like a steering wheel spinner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I see. Uh, Man, I can't wait for my custom PYO steering wheel. Uh, Can you get great. on that real quick? Chop, yeah, chop. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna turn that tonight on the lay that I have. Thank you. You're very welcome. Much appreciated. Yeah. Uh, I want to take a minute, real quick, uh, to another somber start to a podcast, but I do feel like we need to say a little something. Uh, there was a tragedy over the weekend up in Joliet, Illinois. Um, Holly Matthews was. Um, I don't even know how to. I don't even know what to say about that. Prayers go out to her family and um, anyone, any of the families that knew her personally. It's just kind of a sad moment. Somebody else in the off-road that was doing things in the off-road is no longer with us. So, Absolutely. I don't know how. I, I'm not Ian. I'm not good with words like that. Yeah, I, I don't really know what to say. I saw the news article and it's just a tragedy. I mean, Amen. she was just young yeah. and had her whole life ahead yep. of her. Amen. Yeah, and they and they just got engaged. So that was rough to hear. Um, so yeah, just wanted to, just a short moment for that. She deserves it. Absolutely. Yep. So that's how you, that's how you start a podcast. Yeah. Now that, <laughs> now that everyone's bummed out, I yeah. guess we yeah. try to salvage this thing. So back to off-roading. I worked on the Jeep. I tore it apart. I got it put in the garage and tore the hubs off of it over the weekend. And then I got the new lugs, uh, the new studs pressed in. They're pressed in perfectly, super smooth. Everything went off without a hitch. You know, I was a little concerned when you were talking about the studs. I thought there's no way that like a seven sixteenths or a half or a nine sixteenths stud all have the same neural. Neural. Yeah. Like I was like that. That's gonna. It's be... really close. Well, obviously, it's just the same. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't press in. It would just be too big or too small. It's just odd that. That it's just oh yeah the holes are all the same size you just get any size stud you want you <laughs> stick it in there it's like but shouldn't the holes be bigger for a bigger stud smaller for a smaller stud like, I guess not you because well, so like it tapers off so like it's a point six two three neural is the factory neural and then uh, the new one was like a point six three I think so oh, just a I mean, little bit bigger or six two five maybe it was just just a hair bigger yeah thousands slid or, right in with the impact. yeah that's good. <clears throat> I mean, hopefully those nine sixteen studs do something good. I felt a lot better. Yeah, yeah. You got the wheel back on already? Oh yep. no, because you need to. Oh, you I have some the, wheels back. I have on. some wheels back on. Did you see? Uh, we were in a chat over the weekend, and did you see Connor was like, "Just run them." Did you? Oh, see yeah, that? he's. I yeah. did see that. He was like, "Oh, mine might have been all boogered, and my, I just put it back on there, and, yeah. it, and it's fine." He was like, like "Mine what? are worse than that." So yeah, he just. I don't. His <sighs> also is not street driven at all. This is true. Whatsoever. I don't know that it matters, but. I'm going to take him to Bray. We already uh, had a bit of a discussion about that. He's going to get him fixed up over at Limitless Fab. And uh, hopefully not going to make that one a 10 lug. Oh, really? There's talk of saving it. So, so you'd only have one 10 lug at that yes, point? In which case, just a spare. Just a spare. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be great if you could save it. I think so. Because it's not going to be pretty. And yeah. like I always say, 90% of <laughs> off-roading is looking cool. Is it 90 or 98? I have never said oh. 98, nor do I condone that. I feel oh. like that's a bit much. That's too much? 98% Steven really. <laughs> you don't think that 90% is enough? No. I do. It needs more. Well, uh, my hubs aren't bougie blue, so. <laughs> I did repaint that one blue. Oh my God, of course you did. Of course your hubs I was going to do blue. it in black, and then the bougie blue was just sitting right there. I was like, well. But did you do three steps of sanding and priming and painting I and didn't. clearing? I didn't. I just blew it right you over. spray bombed it? I did. Well, yeah. That's what they were before. 
Oh, I thought that you took a lot of time to make sure I those did. were like body colored, like perfect. Like I mean, I took a lot of time the first time because I had all apart and everything. But this time I was like, you know what? It's like it's not that big a deal. It's gonna be hiding inside of a beadlock wheel. You'll never see it. Oh, you'll see it. Nope. Really? You can't see it. Hmm. They could have been black. And why even bother? Oh, do the just little rust. <laughs> do the half ton axles have a lot smaller like depth of hub? Because mine's like it sticks out four damage. Uh, I mean, mine's it's decently long, but the that the beadlock wheel that I have on the front now, like it's fully enclosed basically. Oh, Boy, I forgot about those star. wheels. Yeah. Those wheels God. are gonna hide it. They're so fucking annoying. Those wheels are terrible. To put on. Oh yeah. And to install tires on. All of the above. Yeah. They look cool though. They look cool. Yeah. And they're I mean, and they protect the inside of the wheel and all that stuff. Like you're not gonna you'll never break that hub on a rock. No, not but at like, all. Trying to put lug nuts on. Speaking of which you gave me the threaded, the outer threaded lug nuts this time. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, you, I must have just you gave me the, ones. You gave me the Chevy lug nuts. I was like, why do these say external thread for Chevy? Oh, did it really say <laughs> right on the box? Yeah. <laughs> this is nine. This is nine sixteenths by eighteen external thread. I was like, oh, maybe he only had ten of the other ones. No, I have a whole box of the other <laughs> ones. I don't know. How, what's weird is how that happened. Is like, okay. I pulled the box off the shelf like it's clearly labeled. I'm like, yeah. these are for Steve. And then somehow when I went back to the shop to get the other ones, I uh -huh. went back inside the cabinet, grabbed yet another box, oh. which makes me wonder where the original box is. Oh, it's got like, where did it go? What did I do with it? I thought it was hmm. literally sitting on the table like these are for you ready to go. I guess you have to look for it. I'll find it. Yeah, it's I'm sure it's sitting in plain sight. It was kind of weird. I was like, ah, that'll be fine. No, I'll get you the right <laughs> ones. And you give me those external back thread. And, it would be cool if, I, if I had like. If I had like a center cap to go on those wheels. Oh, that would be neat. Yeah. But I don't know what center cap uses external threads. That's five on five and a half. Like a ram. None of none them. Of them yeah. No, because it's only GM. Yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. Unless I don't know something about Dodge Do trucks. I'm trying to think of anybody else that uses an external thread to hold a cap on. I don't think anybody. You could put like not covers on the little plastic ones. I, uh, mm, no, no, I'm not doing it. No, but you could. You could, I guess. No, yeah. back when I used to work at a independent shop Toyota Danville I uh <laughs> sorry independent shop it just worked on everything all day every day but anyway that place uh we'd obviously had tons of wheels and tires and I can't remember ever seeing anything besides a GM that had a lug nut cover or like a hubcap held on with an external thread I think it was just GM yeah I think you're right yeah. everything else was like a snap cap or mm -hmm. something like that wasn't the worst idea in the world I took a drink of your beer that you brought Oh yeah, how how'd you like that thing? It's like cough syrup, D like in a good it's way like, or in a bad like, way. It's no, it's good. It's not bad. I'm glad that what you like it? it. Oh geez, what is it? It's, What'd you uh, throw it away? Yeah, toss what it. What a dick! It's called like never mind the man behind the curtain. It's like a Wizard of Oz playoff. I can't remember what it's called. Never, never mind you. Never do something. Never you mind. Never pay no attention. Pay no attention. I got it. Never wasn't in there at all. Waste of talent. Volume one. Waste of talent. Um, it's got a lot going on. I gave it to a coworker who's in a beer, and he was mm -hmm. like, "Nope." He's like, "I took one sip and I couldn't drink." Really? It. I was like, "Well, okay, it's, it's like pretty a five dollar beer, but <laughs> <laughs> nope." It is super heavy. It's an imperial stout featuring Ugandan vanilla beans, Ceylon cinnamon, maybe. Beats me. So I don't know what that. I don't know. Um, Pasilla and, and ancho chilies. I can taste the chili and I can taste the cinnamon. The chili actually, is really muddled, though. I don't feel like. Usually, I like chili beers. And I, I love was, this. and then it has Mexican uh, chaipas coca nibs, uh, whatever that is. Um, mm. Whatever that is. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know. 
what I can say is the first thing I thought when I took a drink of it is that it was like cher- had like cherry, oh. which is why I went and fetched the can. I see. So I'm like, oh, if this is made with cherry puree, I should not drink it. We don't want Steve's throat swelling up. Yeah. Then you guys be listening to the Mike and Mike podcast. Yep, just me. <laughs> Steve died. I'm just sitting here talking. <laughs> He's over there wheezing. Once he yeah. stops wheezing, we'll call the ambulance. There we go. Yeah. No, but it doesn't seem to have any cherry in it. Um, I assume it's something with the cinnamon and the chilies because of that. But I, I, I like it. It's good. It's got a lot going on. Triptych mm-hmm. always does interesting beer. It's not is- bad. Not bad at all. Glad you're enjoying. So got a lot of stuff to do this month. Um, Mike got invited to go wheeling. That'll be interesting to see if you I love that it. you said I got invited. Like you're so salty about it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, I got no, invited. No. You're like, Mike my, got invited. My as tempting <laughs> as that would be if I did get the invite. Um, my plan for November is literally just a, a month off. I need to recoup funds because I spent all the dollars last month. Yeah. And I need to uh, just take some time to work on the Jeep a little bit. It doesn't need a lot, but I'd like to get the other seat put in. Oh, of course. In an ideal world, I'd take a couple days and put the frame stiffeners in. That'd be really nice. At least the center ones. Get another you know, piece, another third of that project done. And then get the cross number redone on there and all that. And then get the uh, tube sliders. I'd really love to have tube sliders done. Yeah. Yeah, the rockers. You even cut out the rockers for... I started. Oh, just you only got one. One rocker is cut out. The other rocker is destroyed from October. That Jeep took a beating last month. Guess Literally, you had I them crushed, rockers in there. I crushed the uniframe on one side. Wow. Yeah. Like good job. Should have had the should have had the siphoners on there. Guess so. Because it literally crushed it. That was up at Rocks and Valleys. Just throw it away and get another uh, one extra as your time it does it anyway. <laughs> I crushed the um I crushed the passenger rocker so bad at rocks and valleys that the door is like on a spring now when you like unhook it like or when you unlatch it's like dunk, it like pops open wow it's yeah. you really did bend the whole damn thing i i messed that rocker up bad and then um trail or uh stairway to the moon got that back door every xj has that like up through the door it's like yeah. little, it's like a 45 up for like three inches and then straight back down the door and like i was watching uh, Kyle Carpenter posted one of his videos that or that somebody took a his Jeep mm-hmm. when he was I think it was Jade's video and uh, but either way he posted the video of him doing it and I looked at it and I'm like yep there's that same crushed rear door on the passenger side that trail is mean to those doors guess so fucks them up <laughs> just start wheeling a pickup truck no come on I refuse stop wheeling a Jeep no it'll be great no come on where am I getting my latte that's a good point yeah see yeah, there's no cappuccino makers in trucks. It's not right. allowed. See? I tried installing one, and it ejected itself. <laughs> <laughs> and then it installed itself in Steve's Jeep. Ta-da! <laughs> uh, I wish. I wouldn't mind coffee on the trail. That'd be okay. Full espresso machine on the trail. <laughs> it takes up, like, like you don't even install the passenger seat. You just install an espresso machine. Like one of the big industrial <laughs> ones that takes up, like, all the space. You're just rolling down trail like, anybody need an espresso? You're wearing a barista outfit. Yes. Yeah, your your apron on. Do they have a nice cool hat or something I can wear? Absolutely. Nice. Name everybody the wrong name. <laughs> like, yeah, Brandon. I mean, Braylon, we got your latte. <laughs> Braylon. <laughs> See, my name's Brandon. Okay, Braxton. <laughs> Mikhail. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, we need to go wheeling. Well, I also 
agree. I was like, oh yeah, I need a month off. And then yeah. like 10 seconds later, it's like, all right, let's go wheel on. I'm like, no, I can't. My truck's in on jack stands. I'm part of the Jack Standers Society right now. If you, or whatever uh, it's called. Yeah, the Jack Standers. <laughs> the Jack Standers Society. Society. It's not a society. But is it, it called the be. society? Though. It's just a group. What's it called? The just Jack Standers. Just that's it. Just Jack yeah. Standers. Yeah, it's like bystanders. The bi- <laughs> innocent Jack Standers. Innocent Jack Standers. <laughs> Don't be mean to the innocent Jack Standers. Uh, it should be the Jack Stand Society. The Jack Standers Society. I don't know. Uh, I don't like that as much for some the reason. Jack Stand Society. Jack Stand Society group. It makes it sound Community. exclusive. The Jack, Jack, Jack Stand Society. The official Jack Stand Society. We should rename that group that. I think we get more members in. Yeah, I mean, everyone wants to be part of an exclusive club. One of the hottest clubs in Facebook land. Uh huh. (laughs) Definitely one of the hottest clubs in the off road world. The Jackson Society. Yeah, Jackson Society. We're high class. I have no internet in here, so I can't even look. You don't have internet in this room? I have Wi Fi, but it just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't work. It's bad Wi Fi. I uh, have a little bit of service in here. Just a smidge. So did you do any research on your 05 plus swap that you're going to do? I mean, I tried. What does that mean? I had searched it a lot. Did you ask the people? I'm not sure I asked anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I might have. Yeah, did I know? Maybe I didn't at all. I definitely typed a lot of things into Google and didn't get the results I wanted. I found a couple of OBSs. <laughs> you didn't super- get the answers you wanted? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were like, you can do this if you want 12 inches of lift. I'm like, well, uh, it's not the answer I wanted. I was hoping that I was going to get a chance to measure that this weekend. Oh, like, yeah. I never brought my truck over. Yeah. But then again, my truck doesn't your even broke. move. Ish. So broke-ish. Thanks again for giving me your studs. Oh, I mean, it's, it's no big deal. Yeah, You've done the sure. same for me. I just All I did was just hey. knock them out. I didn't even knock them out. Someone else did that. I just took it off my truck. And yes. I had to do that anyway because the truck's broken. Yeah, you literally had it. Well, you didn't have to take your truck apart. Nah, it's no big deal. Yeah, but it was anything that. to get you back to camp. Yeah, you were you were helping. You're like, nope, we are not logging this thing back to camp. I really, we're putting I, a wheel back on it. Ever since I heard that story of Derek trying to help that guy oh, get his jeep back to camp, and the log kept falling off, and it was mm-hmm. like hours, and I'm like, no, we're gonna put a wheel back on this, and we're, we're going to it. roll back to camp. <laughs> we are not gonna drag back to camp. Uh, I need a ski. You know, I guess it would be a good idea because, like, eventually someone's going to break a ball joint and it's going to be like, well, that's game over. Mm -hmm. Like, we can't just put this back together on the trail. We have to drag it. Yeah. So, yeah, a ski. Literally, like, a steel, like, a quarter-inch steel ski that somehow, like, goes up to a something. Like, how do you... How do you make an attachment for that? Like you already have it in the back of your truck and it's ready to go. And it's like, oh, yeah, this just attaches with blank. And we're like, it's so good. It just works. It'd have to be like a clamp. But like what does it, it even clamp like to? It would, like, like it would just have this up, jumble of parts just it laying like, there. It'd be a ski and it goes up to the knuckle because it'd have to go to the sea. It'd have to go to the it inner would, sea. If you broke a ball joint, it would. Yeah, because yeah. you have to broke a ball joint. It'd have, to, it'd have to work for every you know every scenario. So you have like a, a saddle that the axle, like the sea sits in. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking like, okay, so you got your ski uh-huh. and then you have like a big quarter inch wall here with like a like a moon, half moon cut out. Okay. And just whatever is there, you just set it in there. Right. That'd be perfect. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's a the knuckles there, the C partially like a knuckle hanging off. It? Do you make it so it like fits like a 35? So it keeps the axle about the same height as maybe a 35? You'd want it to be big enough because you could like, put it on something with like a 60. Well, it ain't a 60. Yeah. So what yeah, if yeah. it makes your truck a little tall in the front? Who cares? Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you could, do you yeah, want to make, make it like a 35 tall. inch tire? Like where the axle would sit for like a 35 inch tire? Make it like a le- the wall, like 11 inches tall, maybe something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That might work. 
Does it need a clamp though? You need to put something inside of it, just like even like a couple of the rings that you could just run a ratchet strap through or something. Oh yeah. And just run it over whatever's That'd there. Okay. Just whatever's there. Yeah. It'd be it'd heavy be- though if we made it out of quarter. <laughs> oh my god, it'd be so heavy. Yeah, if you made the ski out of quarter, the ski would need to be like eighteen inches to twenty four inches. And then have like two uprights that have a, a U shape cut out for the axle to rest in. And then have that whole the D ring set up for the that were pretty good actually. Build wheels into the ski. No. <laughs> oh yeah. Useless. <laughs> <laughs> like little wagon wheels. It's just yeah, just wagon just, solid, just solid little uh, casters, like yeah. little one inch casters for oh. like an office chair. That would work on off road, right? Dumpster casters. <laughs> Dumpster casters. <laughs> <laughs> the five ton ones. Little cast the cast iron or the cast steel. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. That's gonna get you over a rock. That will get you over Solid. anything. For sure. Perfect. That would have been a bitch to get back off trail. But it would have worked, probably. Yeah, our our weird ski cutout ski. caster that I I don't even know what to call it. Well, Whatever that thing is, that would probably work. <laughs> but I still like the idea of fixing it better. Yeah. Yeah. If you can do that. I think uh, going forward, I'm probably gonna buy three extra studs for the front and three extra studs for the rear. I may never use them. Wait, they're not all the same now? I thought mm-hmm. they were all the same now. The knurls are different. They were never the same. Oh, no. Yeah. But something so, you could use a rear stud on the front if you needed to. Oh, it would just be like wonky. It would just not be. No, it would be fine. It just I don't think the knurl on the front seats into the hub, which go, but it goes through the rotor first, mm-hmm. whereas on the rear, it seats into the axle, then goes through the rotor. Oh, okay. but honestly, it would probably work just fine. I have to double check that neural to make sure the rear neural is the same. But I think it is. You're that concerned about losing studs. You think it might happen again? You don't think that now this would has happened bad, to you? That would it be a done? bad idea to have six studs just laying around? Okay, no, they're okay. not that expensive. I guess and it's I cheap insurance. Haha, <laughs> already. I guess it's cheap insurance. Right. But now it's that it's happened happen. to you, yeah. Do you really think that you would let it happen to you again? I don't think it will happen again. Not with a bigger stud. Not with a bigger stud and not because you're going to literally recheck your torque every 20 miles now from now on. I didn't on. even put 20 miles on it. <laughs> every every mile. Every 20 Was trail. It a mile? Every 20 trail minutes. 20 trail minutes. Yeah. However long that is. I'm going to keep my torque wrench is my where my fire extinguisher is currently. I'm going to mount a torque wrench there instead. Yeah. Yeah, because your shit never sets on fire, but you sure do lose studs. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Knock on wood. Right. Uh-huh. Hasn't set on fire yet. So your bushings, since we're talking about yeah. front axles, your bushings, uh, what are, what are those called? They're called spindle bushings, and they replace the roller bearing oh. on a Dana 44. Those bushings. Yeah, yeah it's uh, inside the spindle, and it, the axle rides on them. Normally, it's a roller bearing, but yeah. there are a couple of companies that offer a bushing. It's kind of made of like cutting board material. Delrin or yeah, something like that. Some type of hard plastic. Mine's green. And mine's white. Yours has the seal integrated. So it replaces got, the seal also, whereas yours slides yeah. in and you still put the original seal. I have back. all the original seals on mine. Yeah. I am not sure if I'm sold on those. I think I, I have know. literally a hundred, maybe a hundred miles in four wheel drive. Yeah. And they're That's loose. probably a lot. And they were tight before. Like that. I mean, it was a, it was a snug fit before when I yeah. saw the axle in and now I can just flop it all around. Yeah. Hmm. Not to I, mention, I think it's letting water in because we went to Redbird and I got in some deep, deep shit uh-huh. past the hubs. And I just pulled the whole front end apart. I pulled the other side apart because I was like, well, I better check. Yeah. And they're both rusty inside. Oh, really? And they were not before. So my driver's side that we pulled apart because I broke it mm-hmm. was minty. Really? The grease, everything inside looked like it had never been touched. 
It's been together since last October. What about the um? And then the passenger side had some rust in it. The out the splines that are on the outside of the hub where the lockout Perfect. sits in that that was all clean too. Perfect. So maybe the style even, that I got and on the passenger side it was very similar as well, mm. except for the big spring for my lockout. The big yep. spring had rust on it, so it, it got water in that side. But also, you haven't been in really deep water lately, right? Like, when I was the last no time idea. you were past the hubs? Probably every time I go four wheeling. Seriously? Probably. Like, yeah, I almost yeah, never get I past go, the hubs because I go, um, like I always play in the water. I mean, I'll get into some water, but like, are yeah. you sitting in the water or are you just passing through it real quick? Usually passing through, but some, every now and again, I'll stop. pretty deep. That's two feet of water on yeah. 40s. Every now, every now and again, I'll sit in the, uh, underneath the viaduct there at the tubes. Mm-hmm. I'll sit in that viaduct. It's two feet deep. Is it really? Yeah, it's past the hubs. Hmm. In most case, most of the time it is. Maybe I'll change styles. I don't know. I mean, everything's apart now, so I got to decide. Do I put it back together with these bushings and hope for the best? Or do I like go back to a, a seal and maybe it actually keeps water out? I have an idea. Okay. You should go to an O5 Plus and just go to a unit bearing. Oh, yeah. Unit bearing. Those Done. Are, those are just sealed, right? Yep. Water doesn't get in those? Never. Perfect. I mean, it shouldn't. I don't think it does. I don't think they normally do. I mean, I guess if you sat in water a real long time. Maybe. I have no idea how that works. O5 Plus Super Duty axles starting to sound better and better. Shoot. Not to mention, how big are those U-joints? Oh, my like 1480 or something on the average? I had something stupid. Just the biggest, dumbest U-joint you ever saw. Uh-huh. No way a TBI 350, even the most souped up, <laughs> souped up TBI 350. <laughs> but if, if that were such a thing, <laughs> those U-joints would laugh and laugh. Oh, are you trying I to saw, break me? Bring it, motherfucker. I saw a guy on Facebook at some group, and he had a... I was a half ton OBS and it had a TBI 350 in it at one point. And then he swapped it for a six liter and he Ooh. said it lifted the front end two inches. Almost You're like, saying what? That a six, just the heads being aluminum is that much I lighter? Don't, I don't know. It may, may, I don't know. He said TBI. Maybe it was a big block TBI. Oh, that maybe. would be because that's a lot but of cast iron. I'm like 97% sure it's a half ton. Literally going okay, going from a big block to a six liter makes a lot of sense, right? Because that's a lot of cast iron, too. Makes sense, yeah. An iron block with aluminum heads, but going from like a small block to a small block, small block to a small block, just the aluminum heads. I mean, that's what, like 50? Yeah, I was gonna say 50 pounds, yeah. maybe. I don't know. That's silly, Seems like a lot. So, I don't know what the deal Two was. Inches. He, it was like his truck was lifted, but I think it was two wheel drive because it had coil springs under it. I don't know. It was very interesting. The post was a hard read. But I would need to know more details about this truck to make like, a judgment. Oh, yeah. And the truck looked fine. It just had, it was like, it just kind of had a normal look to it. I think it's on like 33s or 35s. Can I tuck a Super Duty 60 all up in the guts of Snow Day? I think the only problem is going to be the track bar. That's the one thing that I did not take account for when I was mocking it up. Okay. If the track bar is going to get in between. If the track bar needs to be bent to go between the pumpkin and the frame. How far oh. do you think your diff sits below your frame currently? Oh. I don't know. See, because you don't have a track bar. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't have a track bar because yeah. I have leaf springs. Mm-hmm. Um, I so know that the, the diff... Lips, that's, the one, that's the one thing. The diff gets close to something. Oh, the diff gets close to the pit arm, mm. but doesn't touch it. But it gets, pr- it gets pretty close. But it's not as close as Bray's. Oh my god! Did you see that? <laughs> he might have a millimeter like oh, in clearance. Dumb. It's it was so tight that I was like, you can't be serious. I asked him, I was like, can you get that a little closer? I saw that. That I, was the that was the track bar. That was the track bar to the frame brace. 
it was there's a lot of pack. I mean, it's gonna touch at some point. Oh yeah, it just is. I mean, he's there's gonna no, hit something rough. Yeah, you hit something, touch. it's gonna touch. Yeah, it's gonna bend itself. You almost couldn't even see light between them. Self clearancing. <laughs> yeah, it was tight. But I was like, was, I'm not sure. Like, do? do I put the track bar in front of the thing? Okay, I've never. I've never messed with track bars. Mm-hmm. Just haven't. I mean, I've always had a leaf sprung or just IFS. So for me, it's all new. Just actually the whole trailing arm thing or four link or three link or whatever I end up doing, it's all new to me. So I'm going to need a lot of insight during yeah. the install. Just because I don't, I don't even know. It's like track bar. It's like, I know you try to make it parallel to the drag link, obviously, because you don't want any bump steer. Amazing. Everything yeah. works on the same plane. Um, and that sounds great. But where do you put it? Wherever you can. Just wherever you can. Does it matter if I have a huge jut sticking off the front of the axle that goes to the track bar that's sitting way out in front of the drag link? <laughs> if you can stabilize it. If you can stabilize like it. If you, if you can, can make it sturdy enough. Yeah, that's the thing is you don't snap yeah. it off because of all the fulcrum. Mine sits out in front of the axle a little bit, like a, probably an inch. In front oh, of an the inch. Tube. That's not that's not bad. No, no, it's not. Crazy. I'm thinking like six inches out. I'm like, that's a lot of stress. Yeah. No, I don't, that's that's a lot. Yeah. You need some heavy bracketry. And I can't put it above. You might be able to put it above. We just have to look under Snow Day. That's just it. Let's just roll my Super Duty axle out from underneath of my my chassis I have. Okay. And then just roll it underneath Snow Day. Just look at it. I mean, I'd have to take my axle out, but I guess as long as we're doing the swap anyway. What's, what's an axle to take out at this point? <sighs> unbolt your shocks. Unbolt the pitman arm. I mean, I know it's easy. And unbolt four leaf spring I know bolts. it's easy. I pulled <laughs> just, the axle out for... Out. When I lowered the front end of that thing an inch, yeah. was that last year? Yeah. I, I just uh, pulled the 19. axle out. It was 19, maybe. Yeah. I just pulled the axle out. It took me like an hour by myself. Like, you it was what? nothing. Like, Yeah. Going back under is a little harder. Yeah. You painted it up all fancy like uh, Dustin did his. I did paint it pretty nice when I did it. Yeah. I like at least like hit, re-hit it with some some spray bombness. Yeah, some black. Painted the cover. Oh, I'm not going to go you fancy did. like Dustin. I'm just saying I'm at least going to yeah, paint it. Dustin went full rice. He went full rice. Yeah. But it's pretty. It, no doubt awesome. about it. When you look at that truck, your damn, it's like a show truck, uh, show truck crawler. Good, okay, yeah, prettier than your shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just saying. He took after His you. All one color. He saw that you painted uh, your hubs bougie blue, and he's like, "I want to paint the entire underside of my I'm truck." Everything that color. Was it that same color? No, it's close though. Isn't his it? is it's like a te- more I don't teal, know maybe. His is, but yeah, it's, it's pretty. Whatever. It's about the color of that cup you're holding. <laughs> yeah, that's no joke. Uh, it's some kind of Tiffany teal. Um. <laughs> So funny, yeah. But he but, actually wheels it. I mean, that's the thing. Is like, it it's, looks yeah, cool. it's ricey. I mean, as ricey as you know it oh, can yeah. be. But but, it looks so but he wheels good. it. It does look good, and he wheels it. It's not like it's actually a show truck. Yeah, I, I like can it. appreciate making your tow rig, or tow rig, your trail rig pretty mm-hmm. because ninety percent of off roading right 91%. is looking good or cool. Is it looking cool? It's looking uh, cool. Looking cool, maybe good. I don't know. I need a sticker that says that. Let's so when people it. are like. Call the man, make the sticker. Who else wants a sticker that says 90% of off-roading is looking good? Wheeling looking or cool. off-roading? 90% of off-roading is looking cool. I think that's the original statement that was said many, many years ago. 90% of off-roading is looking cool. Doesn't matter if your shit performs. Long as no, as, I mean, if you're sitting next to the trail <laughs> or like say you're the Badlands and the quarry, you know, there's a bunch of people around. You just fucking hang out. So I'm pretty sure a mouse just ran underneath the table. Oh, son of a whore. <laughs> I mean, good, I wouldn't be surprised. But good thing, good thing at the mouse killer here. What is the mouse pretty killer? So, pretty, you. Oh, I'm the mouse killer. Yeah. Well, I'm and I feel like I could catch a mouse. Yeah, sometimes I do catch them and kill them, but like it's I'm pretty, pretty sure, few and far between. I'm pretty sure that's what I saw in the corner of my eye. I bet you did. Yeah, they, they were pretty bad here today. 
They were they were bad here uh, last night. We were here, and there was one run around in here as well. Do you have traps set up in here? No. Oh, you uh, need a lot, traps, a lot of bro. poison. Uh, I don't like the poison because they know they go and die somewhere. I just like the tra- fucking wall. So I you go you. get traps. Yeah. Then you know where they are. But then you go find them. Yeah. Well, I, I set up my traps and I empty them every day. As a matter of fact, when I get home, I should probably empty my traps. Okay. I'm gonna get just them. saying. I have traps. My dad was trying to talk me into some live traps. Ah, like, no, I don't like here's that. some here's some live traps you can catch them and then you can I'm like where where are you gonna where are you can take them you can put out in the fields so they can come back inside in three minutes no you and he was like you hit him with a hammer <laughs> and then you, you throw them out in the field you let him out and hit him with a hammer I mean you you hit it real <laughs> soft so you don't get mouse guts everywhere just a little, yes it, yeah that's the noise it makes yeah. actually it didn't make, make any noise at all oh mice um. are very soft. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm terrible. I knew you were going to be like, God damn it, Mike, why'd you say that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, when you live on a farm, you got to deal with this stuff. I mean, I'm sorry for all you listening that are, are sad about the poor little mice, but when they destroy your implements, you have uh, to, they have to go. Your wiring, shit everywhere. You have to go. You can't have them. Sorry, buddies. Live outside. Yep. Come inside the shop and sorry for you. That's right. Pay the price. Yep, I'll probably grab some traps from the house and get those in here because definitely have one, at least one that is making residence in this room. Mm-hmm. We don't need that. Nope. Uh-uh. Less mice, the better. Mm-hmm. And you can't keep them out. There's no way to make a building tight enough. I mean, I guess maybe a brand new state-of-the-art building that had like perfect everything could keep them out, but just saying, not this not, building. Not sitting next to our cornfield. I don't know about that. Alan gets like one or two a year. And yeah. I get like a thousand. So, <laughs> so having a newer building does make a difference. It makes a hell of a difference. Yeah, but you're big. You're sliding door though. Oh, I know. My I yeah. get raccoons in my shop. Let alone yeah. mice. <laughs> Possums. Poss- oh, definitely possums. Had <laughs> a few of those. Uh, anyway, That's lead me to drinking. So, did you see the picture of the KMC grenade? I think it is that I shared. Yeah, that wheel. Yeah, it's a nice looking wheel. I want that wheel bad. I mean, they're a good looking wheel. It is expensive. Oh. But the problem is I can't, I have to call them because they don't make it in my bolt pattern. Bolt pattern. So what's, wait, hold on. Don't you just have a Jeep? Mm-hmm. Well, you mean to tell me mm-hmm. that KMC who makes beadlocks is like, oh, Jeep guys wouldn't want this. Uh, no, old Jeep guys wouldn't want this. Oh, your, my bolt, your pattern. bolt pattern isn't the same as a newer Jeep. No, no. I assumed all Jeeps five looks no. the same. So like an XJ, TJ, YJ are all five on four and a half. Okay. Which is like every vehicle ever now. Yep. And then um, CJ was five on five and a half. And then okay. the JK and the JL and the JT are all five on five. Which is obviously going to be the market because yeah. everyone's got a JK. So if you JL got like a JT. So if you have a half ton OBS and you want a wheel today. Oh, yeah. Like everything. You're, you're five on five. Wide open. Yeah, because for your two-wheel drive OBS, you want some beadlocks. Hey-o! It looked look baller, though. Beadlocks on a street rig. But you could go get any, like, Jeep wheel, throw it on there. You'd That's have to use, true. You'd have to use a spacer because the offset. Yeah. But you could go buy any, like, the prevalent, the they're more prevalent now than they used to be, the 5-on-5 bolt mm-hmm. pattern. So, yeah, I, I looked up the other day, and I couldn't find. They had 5-on-5, they had 5-on-4.5, they had 6-on-5.5, they had all those. But I did not see five on five and a half. We'll just take whatever it costs per wheel and add a hundred dollars a wheel. Because they're going to go out there and machine them right then and there. They're going to machine them. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's possible. Are they that Best pretty though? Like, <sighs> so but good. okay, I don't know much about KMC wheels. 
I don't either. And that was one of my caveats. Like, Hold on. That, yeah. When you say they're extra rice, do you mean yeah. because they make it look like you have a tuner wheel on your more, Jeep? More spoke. Yeah, yeah, I thought that's what it was. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like it's it. It's a nice looking wheel. Yeah. But who cares? Like, Raceline makes a great wheel. Does KMC make a better wheel, an equal wheel? Like, I don't know. I don't know if there's a quality difference. Like, KMC was a big, big name back in the early 2000s and stuff like that. Is but. this just a thing that you, like, you could debate, but there's no answer to? Or is it like, well, I think the Harbor Freight's better than Snap-on, and like there's no debate because be. everyone just knows that but one like, of those things is not true. The, one of the things I like about Raceline is that the beadlock has a nutzer in the in the wheel itself. Raceline. Yeah. So like, if you snap a bolt off or strip out one of your inserts, you just literally tap the insert out, stick a new insert yep. in from the other side, and just pull it through. Go on your merry way. That's it. That's how KMCs have got to be too, right? I don't know. They could be just... There's no be, way. There's wheels that are tapped. Oh. Yeah. They tap I thought you were about to tell me there's a nut on the backside. I was like, no uh, one's still doing that. Terrible. Your wheels. No. <laughs> my my <laughs> your, DIYs. Your current wheels yeah. right now. <clears throat> the DIYs are that way, but yeah. Oh, man. The wheel was tapped? Oh, that just sounds like... An aluminum? No. That sounds like Possible. such a bad idea. Yeah. Well, it's a definitely a bad idea. Okay. I can't find a picture of the wheels off. Like the beadlock's not on there. It sounds to me like you've done about as much research. Oh, it's so pretty. It is pretty. It sounds like you've done about as much research on this KMC as, as I did on my Super Duty 60 SWAT because you would know by now if that had an insert in it if you had done more re. I can't afford them anyway. How much are they? Five something a wheel. That's how much race lines are. So like- race lines are $4.99 right now retail. Really? Yeah, they went up. Oh, wow. Just like everything. Just like everything. Just like everything. Race lines used to be $400 a wheel. Now they're $500 a wheel. I thought you could get them for the race lines for less than that. So you can because race line is constantly having a 15% off sale. Trust me, I get ads all the time. So if I was a Huanton Jeep, I could get a 17 by 8.5 with an 8 on 6.5 bolt pattern for $469 a wheel from Coil Parts. Okay. Yeah. So they're comparable to a race line. They're within a few bucks. I mean, Northridge sells the five on five for a JK for five twenty four. So, so they're around. Know. So we're just gonna call this an average of five hundred. Yeah, roughly. Which is exactly what race lines are yeah. retail before you get your fifteen percent off. Yep. So they're probably just a similar wheel. It's just depending on style. Yes. Are there features that make one better than the other that we're not sure about because we don't know that much about the KMCs? I want them, but they're pretty. They're pretty, and I bet they'd look good polished. Of course they would. Take a drink. Ooh, do they come raw? Or do they yeah, come raw? Okay. I think they're raw. They well, look, raw is nice because they're just you can machined. Just... So I think it's just, I don't think it's clear coated. Yeah, as long as they don't have any finish on them, you should be mm-hmm. fine. I finished my beer. I can't take oh, a drink. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm done drinking. I've had that my. That cinnamon's good. That chi- the sil- cinnamon and then the chili on the back end is hot. Mm. It's a perfect November cold, cold weather beer. It's a tasty beer for sure. Yep. I do not disagree. Oh, half of one of those and uh, a Central Waters Mud Puppy Porter. I think I'm probably set for my two-minute drive home. You might make it. <laughs> <laughs> you may need to have a water. I might. Uh, what other off-roading things happened this week? Anything? Did you do anything? I mean, I pulled Snow Day apart just because yeah. I basically had to because I had completely KO'd the left front everything. Yeah. Both the axle shafts are ruined. You joint blew basically in half. Just oh, literally ripped it in half. Like the the trunnion, half of it is probably still on the trail, and the other half is in my shop. Like it's d- utterly destroyed. She broken, quite. Yes. So RCD. I pulled the other side apart just for fun, and it was okay. And 
and mm. probably gonna weld those U-joint caps a little better because I think oh. that side was touching too. Just just kissing it, you know, but still. Clearly, the caps were not the issue. No, the issue is that I had it too bound. much steering. Yeah. yeah. It bound, somehow it bound. We were discussing that in the chat about the whole bushing deal, like being loose yeah. and binding, but I think the bushing would give you more degree. Oh, because the bushing would allow for extra push. play. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's interesting. I, yeah. I thought about it the opposite way. I'm like, well, the bushing allows it to travel further. So is it allow right. it to contact the sea, whereas it wouldn't have before? I don't see what I mean though. Like I if you're, you're pushing saying. all the force on it, but like I it, see what you're saying, but theoretically, I don't know. I, maybe, I guess it could I go either way, but I think that you're probably onto something there. That it's unlikely yeah. that it being loose would have made it more likely to break. If anything, yeah. that would have allowed for move more movement, which would have, would have made it less likely to break. Right, but. Now let's go back to was the reason that it was contacting at all because the bushing was loose because if the bushing were tight, it wouldn't have been able to move as much. I don't. Yeah. See what I mean? There's like so many variables here that you don't know, like what came first, yeah. like the chicken or the egg. It's the like, chicken or the egg. That's what the situation that is. is here. Yeah, like, really. Is it kissing the seas because the bushing's loose? Because I don't remember it doing that before. Because it's allowing the whole shit, the whole, basically the whole shaft is flexing inside the, the housing. Yeah. And then also is Inside moving the and pushing in yeah, the spindle. So it allows it to set back another couple degrees. Mm-hmm. I don't, that's interesting. Yeah. So what's I the, have a set what's of the bearing, real issue? I have a set of bearings. Oh, like new ones? Yeah. I, I don't remember. I think they're in the toolbox. Do I put bearings back in it? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, that is just, then you have to get seals too. I mean, no big deal. I mean, they got they like five bucks each. Yeah. Or oh, they're cheap. You buy a whole kit for like fifteen. I need to buy a kit anyway because I noticed that my uh the the big the fat ones that sit on the, the uh-huh. like taper those are starting to like kind of dry rot. Oh really? I haven't they put older. new ones in it since I think I did the salt axle swaps that are okay. you know probably nearly a decade old. When did I do is that, that salt the axle seal, swap? Is that the one that seals the hub to the spindle? Yes, it yeah. goes like around the, the outer, mm-hmm. like around that big right, the big machine surface. Yeah, I did all new. That was a good like. That was awesome when I rebuilt everything on the front of the 44 just because everything was new. Yeah. All new seals, all new bushings, all new bearings. Like, I was like, this is nice. This feels good. Everything's new. Yeah. It's funny how that works. I feel like it was like 2019 I did that. Really? Well, not maybe not the seals I was just talking about that were dry rotting, oh. but literally all new oh, bearings, yeah, yeah. seals, new axle shafts, new, new U-joints, new hubs. I mean, like. Yeah. You know, and then why did you change the hubs? Oh, because one of those races was spinning. One of the races was spinning and I yeah. was just concerned that maybe it was causing an issue. I, ha- I had a noise. It wasn't that I did all that and it didn't fix it. But <laughs> but I thought I was like, well, this race is completely loose. So maybe it's spinning inside you the, hub. With the old hubs. They're just sitting around. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't pull the, the old studs back through the new hubs. So that it was 916 since you already had all the studs. Didn't even think about it. Weird. I just just now when you're saying that, I yeah, was like, like oh, oh yeah. yeah, I have those in the shop. <laughs> well, the hubs are off right now. I mean, you could, but you already have my guard half inch. So that's the thing is like, I, I thought about it both ways. I'm <sighs> like, well, obviously the bigger studs are probably better, but are eight half inch studs really going to fail me? Not yet. Also, am I going to keep running a 44? So many questions. It's a good question. <laughs> Do I even bother doing it just to just Stay to throw tuned that for episode away? 99 <laughs> to find out? Uh, I don't know. That's a that is a good question. I would love to see one of us is going to end up putting a super duty a 
an 05 plus Super Duty axle underneath of an OBS and keep yeah. it low. That's true. You want yours low just to drive, and I want mine yeah. low so I can don't have a crazy big mud truck trying to go trail riding and rock. Yeah, crawling. you don't need to be any bigger than you are. No, it's you're already tall. big. Yeah, it's the tallest truck out there, and it's as low as I can get it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> damn weird. bodyless. Ah, uh, that's what yeah, it was. I was yeah, like, yeah. why is that the case? Because I have four inches of lift and three inches of body lift. Oh my gosh, seven yeah. inches of lift on thirty-eight and a half. Thirty-eights. Thirty-eights. Yeah. Hmm. That's yeah, another sure. reason I don't want to go forties. I don't want to be any damn taller. All right. 38s do well in that truck. No, they work great. I have no complaints, really, other than the fact I keep breaking my Dana 44. I don't think that's... I, I want to say, I don't think that's tire-related, but obviously, it started when you put the tires on. Yeah. I mean... It, Did it? it? Okay, it's only been every trip since I put the tires on. <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> no, it's not true. No, because you went to the Badlands one trip. The first time, I think it was just good, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the just, first time you went to the Badlands, it was fine. I just had all the oh, also I didn't have beadlocks then though. That's so this, I was running. Is, this is the first trip on beadlocks. This this last one. Yeah. You're right. And I've been breaking it before that. Yeah. Yeah. So we can rule out the beadlocks. Okay. We but can, also I wasn't running five PSI. We though. can rule out five PSI. Yeah. Because <laughs> it broke on twelve. Yeah, it broke on twelve. With the non beadlocks. That's true. And it all, it made a successful trip to the Badlands and crawled up that uh all, right off the ravine there. Oh, the V-notch off the river or whatever? Yeah, whatever you call that. I don't know what you call that thing, but yeah. It has no name. It wasn't easy. It's probably my least favorite thing about that park. Because you break there. No name. No, there's no name for that obstacle. Yeah. Because when we call the V-notch, it's like the thing right off the quarry. that was the red, yeah. Pink trail now. No, not even that one. Oh, not even. Oh, there's there's three things we call the V-notch, clearly. Yeah, Yeah, I wish there were better names for the obstacles at the Badlands. Some people have names for them, but I don't know what they are. That was well, supposed to be my obstacle. You would, yeah, that was you would, to be what I was supposed to do this year. You go there every Friday and you name the things yep. and you make it so known that everyone knows what they are. Yeah. You go out there with literally signs like with the name burned into it and you stamp it in the ground. Yep. And then everyone's like, that's what that's called. I'm going to hang on the tree. Hanging on the tree. Yep. Like, hey, Badlands, this is what I'm doing. You're like, this is we, the name of this now. The, the group that the uh, the meetups group has officially named this obstacle this name. So it's this name now. That would be ideal. You guys don't have a say in it. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, that would have been great. Tell the owner, you don't have a say. Sorry. Yeah, tell him you don't have a say in it. Yeah. That's the best idea. Sorry about you. And he'll Should've say, well, it. I guess whatever you say, Mr. Steve. That's correct. Uh, I really enjoyed it that Moonlight had so many names for the obstacles. Yes. Different things had different names. Trails, obviously, were, obviously the trails are named. I think I like trails that have names versus colors. Like Badlands, Orange Trail, Red Trail, Pink Trail, Green Trail. Like You'd I rather like it be called that than Axle be like- Breaker. I'd rather it be called something else other than a color. Oh, I agree. I thought you were saying yeah. just the opposite. And I'm like, no, no I kind of like the names. That's fun. I like the names. Yeah. Like Stairway to the Moon, things like that. I would tell you some others, but I don't have any other maps in front of me. But like things like trails that have names, it's just, you know, it's just better that way. Like a uh, drip rail smasher. Yeah. That we didn't do. We didn't do that one. I'm glad we didn't do it Oof. because we literally had to set two spare tires down to get over oh, it. Yeah. So we didn't smash our cabs. I remember that. Yeah. That's what have sucked because we didn't have two spare tires. No, it's just, well, I had one. Did had no one. one else have a spare tire? I'm the, literally the only person out there that brings a spare. Like you might have been. I'm also the only person with comms. Y'all need to get on your off-road game. Right. No spare tires. No comms of any kind. None. So if you're just like out there by yourself, I need help. Too bad. Who needs Walk. Comms? Walk. 
yell. Yole, yole, yole. And hopefully somebody hears you. Yes. Well, I mean, you're only three minutes from the camp at all times. So. I mean, that is moonlight. Moonlight, you can't <laughs> just walk back to camp in three minutes. But in some parks, you cannot yeah. have comms. Even if it's CB. Yes, these fancy new radios are great. And they have great yeah. range. And they're super clear and loud. And just do it. But if you're it's, poor mm-hmm. or you're just cheap or whatever, or it's fine. CB worked for us for years. The only problem that I have with running a CB now is just the antenna. You just don't want to run a CB I just antenna? Don't run antenna yeah. I mean, you have to run an antenna on the I other mine, one. I had mine on the back bumper. I don't have to run one on my handheld. Oh, if you have a handheld, no. But like yeah. the antenna I run for the freaking, I don't know. I always forget what it is. Is it GMRS, FRS? Yeah, so. I think it's FRS. Oh, is yours an FRS? I think maybe it does both, but one of them is illegal. So whichever one isn't illegal, that's what I I'm using. That's FMRS. That's family. The FR, I don't know. FRS. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whatever I mean, it is. We should put some more letters in there. Right? We should really have Tyler on here to talk about My radios. FML radio. FML. <laughs> <laughs> so that radio has SOS. a little tiny antenna. Like it's like yeah. a foot. And, and you just put it wherever, and the, right. and the range is insane. Like it's That'd behind be my easy. cab. So mm-hmm. it's like not even protruding. And I can be like two miles away and like talking to you right now. And it's this clear. Yeah. It's silly. That's what I need to buy. That's what you need in your life. Hard mount or What'd handheld. What'd you end up buying? A Baofeng UV25X. Baofeng? Baofeng. I guess Baofeng. Baofeng. Bofeng? Bofeng. Okay, let's say Bofeng. I have no sure. idea. It's B-A-O. Yeah. However you say that. <laughs> Bofeng. I don't speak Mandarin. UV25X2. I'm not sure why I remember the part number. Mm. I think because lots of people ask me about it. Um, it did need to have a little bit of programming done. Yeah. I guess you can do it all by hand, but it's way easier with a laptop and a cable. And my good buddy Derek just happened to have that. And so he plugged right. it in. He was like, beep, boop, boop, boop. And he's like, okay, ready to use. Sweet. And I used it. And then, and that's a in-cab permanent mount. Yeah, it's just like a CB, but fancier. Yeah. I mean, it mounts like a CB, similar size to a CB. You just run them. It's that big? It's a little smaller. It may yeah. be half the size of a very small CB. Oh, okay. I mean, it's like twice the size of a pack of cigarettes. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was pretty small. It's pretty small. Yeah. 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 But easy, it, it's easy enough. It's good. It's just the new way to have comms on the trail, and I feel like everybody right. should do it. So then when I go wheeling, other people have comms instead of no one. If anybody is interested in having Tyler from My Off-Road Radio on here as either a guest on this podcast or a guest on the Patreon Probably on the podcast, I think we should do that's that. That's not way. a bad idea at all because I feel like even as Tyler a user is stupid knowledgeable, but he talked about it so much in like the early episodes that he like just stopped talking about it and it sucked because when he was talking about it all the time, I literally was gonna go get my ham license. And then And you could go all ham and do that. You certainly you, could. But you don't that's need to. Four hundred and some questions. It is stupid. Okay, you don't need you don't need ham though. Like, I mean, you, yeah, you could be no, that no. guy. Yeah. But if you're just trying to talk on the trail, you can talk. These on the, radios the are radio pretty service. cheap. They're pretty cheap. They have great range. Yeah. You know, setting it up, I feel like is the hardest part, and it can't be that hard. But maybe it's just time consuming. I just don't feel like I know that much about it. I wish I knew more, and I feel like it'd be great to have someone on here that hopefully could give us some insight into this new style of radio but maybe not give us too much insight. Like, I don't want to get so in-depth that everybody is just like, this is over my head. What's this dude talking about? I want to just be like, this is how it works. This is what you do. Yeah. And then everyone's like, this is great. This is what I need. I only want to talk about our aspect of it. I would love to, yeah, I would love to get like the basics, do like the 101. 101 would be great. And then also like on the backside of that episode, do a little more in-depth 
And then people could re- reference back to it as they learn, as they grow into radios, they could go back okay. to that episode and say, okay, now I know more about what they were talking about with this UHF, VHF, blah, 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 and all this stuff and these different things, repeaters and you know what I mean? Like, I agree because, that, yes, as you grow and if you do really yeah. get into this, it might be good to have this knowledge base right. just available. You're like, oh, I can go back to listen to this episode uh-huh. and just know everything I need to know from an expert. Yeah. But the 101 class, I feel like, is what at least I need. Yeah. Because I want to understand what I'm doing. Like, all I know is I, I touch button, I talk to people. <laughs> and I know it's great, but I don't know why it's great. Yeah. You don't know how it works. I just don't and get don't it. Know, and you don't know the limitations. There, like, yeah, you there's could so be many, doing like, illegal things, but you don't know. That's the thing. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't like someone's like, oh, you can't use this channel, but you can use this channel. I'm like, well, that's point one frequency difference. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how the hell am I supposed to know? So, right. yeah, that's that's the kind of one on one course. And that's one of the things. Yeah. So, like, I think with the FRS channels, if I remember correctly, I think family radio service, I don't believe. Um, I think that's correct. So the GMRS is the general mobile radio service. A land mobile FM UHF radio service designed to designed for short distance two way radio communications for authorized no and authorized under part blah 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 a bunch of other bullshit you guys don't hear anyway mm-hmm. so there's that and then there is FRS which I think is family radio service if I'm not mistaken so yes the family radio service is an improved walkie talkie often often today referred to as and eight as HT radio. I have not heard it referred to as that. Me neither. Hmm. Uh, HT radio radio system authorized in the United States since 1996. The personal radio service used channelized frequencies around 462 and 467 megahertz in the ultra high frequency UHF band. If you want to know more, look up FRS on the Googles and you can read more. I'm not going to sit here and read it because I'm not the greatest reader. Yeah, you're not too good at reading. I can't read very well and things. Good. I can't read too good. Sure isn't, can't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway, um, yeah, if you guys are interested in in Radio Talk, make sure you reach out to me. Or maybe I'll make a post in the Trail Riders page. If you're not in the Trail Riders page, stop not doing that. Stop not doing that. Yeah, go in there and continue the conversation. I wish more of you would continue the conversation about something you want to be upset about from this episode we should make we should say more controversial things so more people make posts about it do you want to have a comment box is it the trail riders page <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is the trail riders page like tag me if you tag me on a post in the trail riders page i will i will likely see it i try to go in there daily and check all the like stuff that i haven't liked and see what people have done and then if i get tagged i usually see it even faster I definitely try to keep up with the Trail Riders page because it's possible. Yes. Unlike the Unlike the Patreon, Patreon chat. chat. In which, which case, you just visit just to get a laugh. God, I meant to say something in the Patreon. Like <laughs> I, I try, guys. I really do. I open it up and I'm like, nope. And then I open it up a couple hours later. I'm like, <laughs> still nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> I I really, I'm just like, and then someone tags me and now there's some, I don't know what the issue is. Like literally. So I'm looking at my phone in the notification bar. It's like, you've been tagged and I click oh, the yeah. notification and it just goes to the latest post. And <sighs> I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Scroll back 300 messages to see. I, I bet, can't you, even find I bet it. if you ask where I would like, be like, where was I tagged? I don't know. I mean, although you, 
It, it might just ensue more tagging. And but, then there would be 400 more tags. <laughs> but uh, I've been going to the search bar and just clicking Moses and just clicking search. And then sometimes oh, yeah. I'll be able to find it. There doing you go. That. That's not too bad, I guess. <laughs> so um, if you guys have something important to tag me about in, just uh, just tag- call Steve's personal cell phone number and he'll text me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The Patreon chat's a good time. Uh, we added some new people this week. Oh, we didn't shout new patrons. God, I'm a dick. Well, you're not a dick so yet. Bad at you this. still have time, Stephen. I know, but I should do it in the front, in the on the front half of the podcast, not the back half. Because at this point, the patrons have stopped listening because they didn't get tagged. Yes, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so we have uh, new this week. Um, I believe I shouted out Adam Lawrence last week, right? Well, maybe. I think so. If if I didn't, Adam Lawrence, here's another shout out. Uh, and then Christopher, I think he's DePriest, I believe it is, uh, joined on Tuesday. TJ. DePriest, like he's a priest, but he's cool. So like, yeah. that's DePriest yeah, right that's the there. One. Yeah. Okay. It's D-E, priest. DePriest. DePriest. Uh, TJ Schilling joined the Patreon, and he is a monster like, trucker. He is, in fact, a monster trucker. Yeah, I like monster truckers. <laughs> the YJ. That thing is wild. It's fun. It's a good time to drive. You should try it. Oh, I will. Yeah. It's different. It's well, so now big. that now that he lets somebody break it, I'm not sure he's going to give the keys to just probably anyone. Not. You're probably right. Uh huh. He's regretting that decision. Yep. He's got up on jack stands. Oh, his new tires came in. Did you see that? They're not pit bulls. They're stickies. <gasps> oh yeah, he ordered. He had a set of stickies on order. They were coming. Oh man, I yeah. can't wait to see he that went, thing. I think he went and picked them up today. I can't wait to yesterday. see that monster truck do some work on some stickies. Ooh, it's gonna be a lot better than pit bulls. Um, I, I can only imagine. All right, I don't know. Pit bulls are 44s, which means they're actually like 47s. <laughs> is that how that works? I don't know anything about pit, pit bulls. Pit bulls are always they don't really bigger than what they much, say they yeah. are. They're just the opposite of of TSLs. So he got forty threes. Then he got forty three stickies. I can't wait to see those do some work. I know he should have got some USDs, but they probably would have broke those shafts. I don't know. He's pretty lightweight. Maybe not. Uh, you what can shafts. You can break Rockwell shafts. Okay, they're certainly breakable. Matt broke his. Yeah, he also had like all the torques and then some. And, yeah, all the torques. Yeah, and he's yeah. fat. And, like that, the truck is fat. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, TJ joined, and then uh, Big Eric, Eric Middleby joined, Austin Fox joined, and last but not least, Scooby Doo, Mister David Tadlock also joined today. Welcome, Scoobs. Yesterday, T- yesterday's day. Yesterday, podcast time. Neat. Two yesterdays ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't know how calendars work. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was yesterday, yesterday. Uh, Steven. So anyway, those are the new patrons. Thank you for joining. I appreciate you. Um, and we will be getting some more cool Patreon content out. More, Hopefully more content than we currently put out at some point. I'll be actually adding additional content to the Patreon. I hope that that happens. Me too. It may be tier specific. I see. Yes. Yeah, big we'll ideas. See. I do. I have big plans once the studio gets away from this wheel studio that we're in right now. Yeah, this, this studio the studio house. The wheelhouse. <laughs> uh, that's I what mean, this place should have been called, the wheelhouse. Still can call it the wheelhouse. I mean, considering what you do most of the day is polish wheels. It's literally a house for wheels right now. I mean, there's a wheel on the table. There's a bunch of wheels out there. There's just wheels everywhere. Right. It's kind of the wheelhouse already. Whether you call it the wheelhouse or not, 
it's the wheelhouse. Yeah. I like it. I don't hate it. So like Summershine Metal Polishing is the company, but the wheelhouse, the wheelhouse is the building. That's where you get the shit done. That's where you get done. <laughs> Just come on out to the wheelhouse. I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it either. I'm kind of kind of digging on the wheelhouse. Why did you come up with that for a name when I was trying to get with this polishing? Sorry. Wheelhouse polishing. Uh, I still like Summershine better. Yeah. Summershine's pretty good. I noticed there's still no sign on the building. No, you ain't got one. Get you a banner or something. Just just real temporary style. Some zip ties. I want to do a sign out front. Like a sign out here where you park at. Mm-hmm. And then I want to take two of the wheels that are wrecked in here. They're trashed. And then like cut them flat on the bottom. And then polish. Like polish them, cut them flat on the bottom. And then stack them and then put a sign across the top of them. That's a neat idea. Yeah. I like it. It looked good, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just need to do it. Just one of those things. Add it to the list. Mm-hmm. You need a whiteboard in here. A lot bigger one than that. <sighs> I was going to buy a three by five whiteboard. Not big enough. Dude, they're like $200. They're astronomical. Hold on. Three feet by five feet? Yes. They're not that expensive. I will Amazon you right now. I got one that's like maybe two need, by three in my shop. And it was like 30, 40 bucks or something. That's like, what I was thinking they should have been. It's just a whiteboard. It's literally a whiteboard. There's no way someone is out there paying that much for a whiteboard. It's nothing more than a piece of cardboard, like a shiny surface. I know. Three by five whiteboard waiting on internet. $138 for a VizPro double-sided magnetic. Oh, that's too much. That's too much. You don't need uh, that double side. You don't need a stand. You literally look. Here's a okay. Here's one here. Oh, this is a four by three. That's close. Three by five. No price. <laughs> no. Price. So maybe it's because they're magnetic. Maybe I missed that. You part. don't even need that. I don't need. It. Oh, look at this. This one's forty three dollars. Forty three. See exactly. See, that's the deal I was looking for. Bucks, we'll buy it now. It's non magnetic. Do you need it to be I magnetic? Don't think I need it to be magnetic. You're just gonna write things on it. Write right? things on it. Does it come with markers? Man, who cares? Markers are cheap. This is bullshit. I was looking for this last time. Just get a chalkboard instead. Are they cheaper or more expensive? <laughs> oh my god, I can get a six by four, but it's two hundred thirty nine dollars. You are a looking four by eight. They make a four by eight dry erase. I guess for like schools and shit. I was gonna say, Makes what sense. are you trying to write down? How big are you trying to write down? Are you trying to write the list of cars and gone in sixty seconds? Math equations. Yes, the list of cars are you in sixty seconds <laughs> <laughs> in in special ink. Right, in special in ink, exactly. Oh my god, it'd be wonderful. Somebody walks into this room and it's only a black light on, and the whole board's lit up. It's just with empty, names. just an empty whiteboard. That'd be amazing. Yeah, when you come in, normally it's just an empty whiteboard. Yeah, uh, that would be fun. That'd Wouldn't be entertaining. It? Yeah, go to check your daily work. Yeah, turn on your black light. It sounds like fun to me. Pain in the ass, kind of, but also kind of fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, where'd the price go? It doesn't matter. Either way, I you need a whiteboard. It, but it you need a, a whiteboard that's bigger than that fucking one by one you have over there. You can't yeah, the even write I, small yeah, enough for that. The one shit. I have says stuff to get done, and it's pretty small. It's, it's eighteen full. by twelve inches. It's what I picked up one day. Get your whiteboard so you can get some shit done. This thing, I literally clicked this button to find more buying options, and it said suspenseful music. <laughs> What? It was loading, and Amazon said suspenseful music. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, Amazon. Get, I'm get off your sure. high horse. I'm pretty sure that's why I clicked this. Uh, uh, I didn't do it that time. It's because you have poor service in here. Yeah. <laughs> suspenseful music. It just makes you love Amazon even more. That's how uh, they get you. That's how they get you. They make so, you laugh a little bit. So, no, this one is literally $157. So, what was the one that I saw here? For $43. What size is it? It's a three by two. So they're literally expensive. I'm going to check on um, Staples. 
Just go I don't to Big think, Lots or something. They I probably don't have that shit. I don't think Amazon's as cheap as it used to be. I would agree. You I think now go it's to a premium a, service. It kind of is. Mm-hmm. Go to a store. Just yep. walk into a store. Or go to go a to Walmart. Yeah, you could. You think that happened at Walmart that big? Uh, maybe not that big. big. Bitch. Who the hell sells school supplies? Yeah. Like for, for schools. That's what you need. That's you need that need. store. The school store. The school supply store, though. So not like colored board. pencils. Like I'm going to buy two teacher desks. Teacher and, desks. And student desks. And maybe a hundred pack of volleyballs. That's the store you need. Yes. Try erase. I'm looking up uh, on Mon Staples website. I should get two of these. I should get one for the house. Steve, how much can we talk about with dry erase boards? Ooh, I don't know. Probably too much, I imagine. The people don't want to hear about dry erase. Well, you're still talking about dry erase. But I need to make lists. Remember when I made a list at your place on your board? Yeah. We both had a list on that board. It's a, it's that's like a, a two, that's by two by three, three or something. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. It's good enough. Now, I'm not trying to run a business with mine, though. So you need a bigger one, probably. Yeah. So anyway, I need a list of things to do to the Jeep at the house. So two by three dry erase board for cardboard. 50 bucks. Oh, just a piece of cardboard and a black magic marker. <laughs> well, that's see cheap the, as fuck. See those two pieces of cardboard laying on the floor? Is that your old list? Yeah, there's a list on there. Nice. Uh-huh. I mean, it works. It does work. You can make a list on just your throw phone. That shit away. And that's infinite. You don't even need space for that. Mm-hmm. I put lists on my phone all the time for that exact reason. I, the list on my phone don't, don't work that well. I just look right over them. Oh, that's your problem. Yep. So you look over it. Yep. I'm always like, trying oh. to accomplish my lists. <sighs> I'm terrible with lists. Did you run out of beer? I did. Mm. I'm not going to drink anymore, though. So this is my long drive home. There's more in the fridge. Nope. <laughs> Go get another porter. Nope. I have to drive. I have to drive two and a half miles, maybe. So next wheeling trip, December 4th. They couldn't find anything for five by three uh, dry erase board on Staples. That's because they only have bigger ones than that. One oh nine. It's kind of steep. For it a does seem like a lot considering what it is. Oh well. Yes, December fourth, Toys for Tots run, Badlands in Attica, Indiana. I assume bring a toy. I actually have not yes, looked up the details, but I'm going to do it. Usually in the past, if you bring a toy, it's free entry into the park. Okay, well, great. Let's that's help out some been, kids and do it. That's what's been in the past. Make sure to check their website. I think it's just badlandsoffroadpark.com, maybe. I would have to double check that. I'm not sure either, but either way, Badlands in Attica, Indiana. I'm sure you can Google it very easily. Oh, yeah. And it'll pop right up. Go to their website and see what the details are to for that event. Yeah, we're just going to day trip for the Saturday. The yep, fourth. just a day should trip. Be a good time. Super easy. Super, probably should be a low-key day. I'm not going to get too rowdy, I don't think. That's what we always say. Yeah. And then you end up on your side like, oh, man. I am going to probably take the TSLs down to like four, three or four PSI. Why not? I mean, because bead locks, why not? Yeah. Just do it. I don't have the backside of those. It's not sealed. What do you mean not sealed? You're like, saying they no, leak? There's no sealant to like hold that. There's no bonding agent. So like the the seventeens are they sixteen fives? Mm-mm. Then who cares? They have a they fun. have a bead. Yeah, they're sixteen fives. They don't have a bead. Yeah, then you definitely want that. Like a or a bead ring is the word I'm looking yeah. for. Bead ring, a safety ring, a lock. Ring. Yeah, yeah, bead ring, safety ring. Um, the seventeens have got uh, the um, RTV on the backside. Really? Mm-hmm. Why do you run RTV? Did you know what RTV stands for? <sighs> I did know this. 
I do not remember what it is. I learned on a podcast recently. I knew just because I deal with it all the time. One day I looked it up and oh, I really? could not remember what it is. Room temperature vulcanizing. Okay. Like room yeah. temperature vulcanization or something like that. Weird, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I still can't believe you sealed the backside of your wheels. Why yeah, not just like I, I bought stick a them on tube there of and... great stuff. And when I put the wheel on there, I put a bead of that around the backside of the lip. Was the wheel super gross or something? No. I just really wanted it to not come off. I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. It was on there when I got the wheels. Weird. And I asked him, I was like, what did you use? And he said, I used, I think they use just black RTV of some or some sort. I use great stuff. I mean, they make like literally like tire sealant mm-hmm. junk, you know, the rubber, like black and this is a little like, brush. Like, yeah. This would be like that to the next degree. Because it's like kind of glues too. It's not <laughs> yeah. just a sealant. I know that it was, I had to sand that stuff off when I took them off the reels originally. That would be the reason I wouldn't use it. It's fine. But why even use it at all? I mean. If the wheel is clean and the tire bead is good, yeah. it should just seal. Until you get 5 PSI and get on a rock and hit it wrong, it pulls the bead off. Hey, backside. It'd be annoying. I guess. Yeah. I guess. So I'm going to find out how bad it really is here pretty soon when I go take them apart. That's going to suck. I wouldn't have done it at all. Maybe you'll regret it enough that you won't do it this time. Maybe. We'll see. Yes, we will. Time will tell. Well, if they soon. really, if they really don't come off, like if I really have to try really hard to get them to like come apart, it won't be that big a deal. I'll use the uh, we've got that bead hammer, like that uh, a slide slide hammer for taking beads off, like for semis. Yeah, as long as you can get into the bead sideways, you just lay that hammer down at a real steep angle and just hammer it, and it'll just go straight in, and it doesn't care. Hmm. Yep. Damn train. I wonder if you can hear that in the podcast. You'll find out, won't you? Mm-hmm. Add to a one of nine. Check that. There's been a couple of them come by, so. Yup. So anyway. Yeah. You want to shut this one down? I mean, we could. Probably I am I'm fairly uncomfortable. Oh, are you? No way. It's only 845. Yeah. Damn. Love Why it. do we make so much better time here than in the old <laughs> studio? <laughs> I don't know. Well, because we've been recording for an hour and nine minutes. I know, but I'm just saying that in general, like... We didn't sit and watch YouTube for 45 minutes before we recorded. That could be part of it. That was part of it. I don't know. I don't either. And we had to makeshift, put all this junk together in a right. wheel. I don't know. Probably because the three of us don't sit around and bullshit between episodes. Less people, less bullshit. Minutes. That could be the case. It could be. Yeah. We were full of hot air. And there's just slightly <laughs> less hot air right now. <laughs> I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway... Uh, go check out Complete Off Road and Offered Anonymous. Look, can I say the name, the number now that I'm in a room without the number? Can you five six three five eight three five three six three? That's right. I think it's right. It's right. I could kind of see the sticker in my mind. I've seen it so many times; it's kind of burned into my brain. I know we need to get the studio set up in here and get some stickers on the wall. It really sucks that we have to have new that new three three foot sticker made. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I, I mean, mind. you'll survive it. Hopefully, they'll throw it in when you have <laughs> more stickers made. Research less sawzall. That sounds incorrect. More research less sawzall. That's you think it. If isn't I made, it? Think if I had that sticker made. More, more research less sawzall. You think if I had that made, <laughs> think people would buy it? Like they would just instantly see it and be like, "Yes." They'd be like, "That is an accurate statement." <laughs> I, I live by those words. <laughs> Swear to God, Jack I do. Jack Tanner should be all over it. 
Like, yep, that's why it's still sitting here. Just have both made, like left Twix, right Twix, and have oh, them battle yeah. it out. One's in black, one's in white. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. They'd look at Snow Day and be like, oh, that's the that's the less research <laughs> that's one. The less research <laughs> one. <laughs> They'd be like, he, he didn't even have rocker panels anymore. There's no way he hasn't used a sawzall. Uh, I did put in um, some, I'm trying to get them done. I haven't heard anything back. I should check with them this week and see if they've gotten that, any work done on them. Oh, did you? Did I did. You, I inquired. You said, hey, make the, give me like, a proof chop, or chop. something. Yeah. I was like, chop, chop. I didn't check my email, but I'm betting it didn't happen. I would sure love to see that happen. I'm oh, me at the too. Bit to get one of those stickers. We need some other sticker ideas. If anybody wants any other stickers that they want to buy for the website, uh, feel free to go into the trail riders and put your sticker idea in. Be happy to see it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And everyone loves what stickers. Do and what do you want on a sticker? We want fun stickers. Is that that's what the people want? Fun sticker. Fun. It's got to be fun. I don't yeah. want to just say something serious. I want it to be like that guy. He likes to go off road and have a good time. Yeah. And clearly, more sawzall, less research, or is it less research, more sawzall? I can never remember the order. More. Sawzall. Yeah. I think I just said it back. Did I say it wrong I, just I now? You just got all wrong. Now. I think I said everything wrong. Yeah. Did I say less sawzall again? Probably. Ah, damn it. More Sawzall. Always more Sawzall. <laughs> I think it's more Sawzall, less research. Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Pretty sure that's right. Less research, more Sawzall. You're right. It rolls off the tongue better if you say more Sawzall, less research. Yeah. If somebody can find me that quote, that actual soundbite, I would love to see it. Soundbite? Yeah. Like, it's it was actually in an episode. Either oh, like the Ian, first time it was Ian ever said? I, Ian or I said, I think Ian said it. That very first time. Yeah, Wouldn't that I be mean, something? They were like, oh, I, yeah. Episode. Well, when it first got posted, that's what it was from. Episode 62, 18 minutes in. I don't know, what it, I don't know which episode it was. But anyway, <laughs> go check out Complete Off-Road. Go if you need any kind of bracketry. I don't know what today, today's deal is. I literally looked at the post and then forgot to read it. Oh, what? ORA? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the fire extinguisher. Fire sale is the. The fire extinguisher mount? Yeah, fire extinguisher oh, mount. Damn, I need some of those. Yeah, you do. You saw yeah. mine and now you want one. I do. And I want it in bougie blue. Oh, well, you have that paint, so you can make it. And happen. I have a welder. You can do all the things. You can weld it. You can bougie blue it. I can grind it. You could do that. We should get an abrasive um, sponsor for like. Like benchmark abrasive? Yeah. Like those. Yeah. I just have to make sure they're not that other abrasive company. I don't know what quote that other one is. The one that I can't do deals with. That one. I must have forgot something. <laughs> I don't know what all they own. They kind of own a lot of abrasive companies. One of them is Combat. I don't know so anything about anything. Clearly, I've forgotten some sort of beef that you have with someone, Steven. Yes. All I know is that I've been using Benchmark, and I like their stuff pretty good. Good. So, go to ORA and get some fire extinguisher mounts and some organizers and whatever else you need for your bracketry setups. And check out there while you're there. Check out that, uh, that pack-out mount. And buy me one and ship it to me. Thanks. Wouldn't that be nice? Would be nice. That'd be a that'd be a really nice gift. Just show up one day, just have one just sitting there on the sh- on the front porch. Like, put, oh damn! Put fire under your ass, get your ass in gear. You'll buy some pack out stuff. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I will start take, making things I will happen. Take my savings and go buy some pack outs. Mm. Um, go check out Morflate if you need any kind of inflation deflation stuff, and go check out Crawler Off Road if you need any kind of recovery gear. And they will get you set up for an affordable price. Cool. Do you know what I'm going to ask you? 
Uh, I gotta guess. Anything. Oh, I got something. Oh, you got something this week. I mean, I don't know how great it is, but I got something. Okay. It all stemmed from this terrible studio experience. <laughs> Get some nicer chairs. Oh, how'd you know, Steven? <laughs> hey, do you guys ever sit down? I know I do. Get a comfy fucking chair. He doesn't like my aluminum. This aluminum stool, stool is not working for me. If you spend a lot of time sitting down, Sit somewhere comfortable. Are you sitting somewhere right now? And you said to yourself, hey, my ass isn't comfortable. Well, quit it. Go get a comfy chair. I think we can get PRP to send us some seats. Wouldn't that be nice? Ooh, that'd be sweet for the studio. Get some get some shocks going on in there. I bet if we have a good like uh, like a note, like a actual YouTube channel, like where we like posted like video of the podcast, I'm sure that they would be on board. Nobody wants to look at us. No. Faces for radio. Exactly. People keep saying that. Oh, you need to put it on YouTube. I'm like, you don't want to see the stuff I do. Like, off, you're, like you're dirty screen. from polishing. I just got off work. I got oil stains on me. Like, nobody yeah. wants to look at I mean, at they're probably, they probably don't care. They don't care. But, like, but also, like, like, what's what's the point of looking? You just want to hear. We're not two beautiful, busty women. <laughs> nobody wants to look at two fat, old <laughs> white guys. Two guys. That's it. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe someday we'll get a setup, 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 setup. I'm going to have to go home after work, take a shower, do my hair. Uh, a, maybe I'll have a shower. on a collared right shirt so I can look extra profesh. Go, go join you the, imagine? Go join the Patreon. The <laughs> link's right there in your show notes. Put some money towards uh, getting us into studio, a better studio. I'll wear a polo so, shirt. Just ooh, kidding. I'm not going to wear oh, a polo get like, shirt. <laughs> get like total for a podcast polo shirt to oh like have God. them hang on the hooks You know when you get here. Ugh. I kind of hate that. <laughs> If any of you guys wear polo shirts to go off road and quit it, put a t shirt on. That'd be interesting. It's too it's too professional. Who who wears a polo shirt to go four wheeling? No, that's what I'm saying. If you're doing that, then stop it and wear a t shirt. Yeah. I'm not Uh, saying you can't. I'm just saying you should podcast t shirt. I mean, that would work too. Yeah. That's what you should be wearing. Just do it on a cold day because they're black. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the shirts are black. Everybody gets upset because they're black. What do you want? You want like Heather Gray? Dude, okay, black is great when you're out working on stuff. Actually, it's great on off road too, because if you get dirty. Oh, well, no stains. No stains. That's why they're black. I mean, it makes sense for a lot of reasons, but on a hot, sunny day. You see what color summer shine shirts are. Obviously, also black. All right. Well, that is all we got for you this week. And thanks for joining us for episode 98. Be back next week with episode 99. We're getting so close to a milestone. So excitement ensues. Thanks for joining us. And we'll catch you on the trail. Maybe.